Welcome back to Sports Day WA. As we know, this program entirely about the Matildas, the build-up to the match that gets underway very shortly at uh, Stadium Australia there in Sydney. And a man that's flown all over from Western Australia, as many have uh, in the last 24, 48 hours, is inaugural Perth Glory coach and former Socceroos captain in Gary Moroccan. He joins us. In fact, he's just outside Stadium Australia at the moment. Gary, thanks for your time. Yeah, good evening, Peter. Fantastic uh, night. And I've actually got, I brought my daughter along. So we're supporting women's football. It's very strange for someone like me, an old school person, but it's a fantastic uh, event, Peter. The Sydney's been buzzing ever since we arrived late last night. There were a few people that I knew from Perth on the plane and a few girls that actually play in the NPL were on the plane as well. So fantastic uh, to see so many people here. We've often said that really uh, soccer, as it's called here, but football as we know, it doesn't get the necessary kudos or the media exposure in the press. It's been phenomenal during this World Cup, hasn't it? Peter, you look, you just can't think of the, uh, the amount of publicity that the game has got. You know, there's posters everywhere here in Sydney. You know, the media has actually gone absolutely crazy. But will, once the event finishes, will that publicity continue? That's the question that we need to ask ourselves because the game has proven. You, know, you have a look at Channel 7. They paid a little, a very small dollar to get the Australian games, but I wouldn't be... I'd like to know how much they've actually brought in in revenue from having the... You know, the, the, the viewership has been fantastic. And, you know, to see that for our game, it's really proved that we are the world game. I spoke to Andy Harper the other day on this program, and he said that very thing. There's only one World Cup. There's only one World Cup that galvanises a nation, and it's football, whether it be the Socceroos or the Matildas. Gary, from a tactical point of view, how have you seen the Matildas' uh, style of play? Peter, they've actually surprised me. They've been, you know, we're not, uh, Sam Kew hasn't really played a part in a lot of the games, and they've been very good. And uh, let's hope that, you know, that they don't get overawed by the situation tonight. I don't think they will. It's a 50-50 opportunity for both teams. I'd certainly like to see the Matildas win. It'll be the biggest boost ever, even bigger than if the, uh, the men qualified for the round of 16 in Qatar. And it'd be uh, great, and hopefully the government will get behind the world game in our country and make it the game that it should be in this country. And uh, if we, I've made, I've given my wife a promise that if we actually win tonight, we're actually coming back for the game on the weekend. So uh, <laughs> let's hope that they win because my daughter's here with me today, and uh, I, my wife will come on the weekend if we do get the final. Who has impressed you in the Matilda squad? Is there any one or two players that you've really enjoyed watching? Well, Peter, we are, let's be honest, the goalkeeper's done very well. Uh, I think, uh, you know, they've been very critical uh, early on about uh, Caitlin Ford up front, but she's been very good. Razzo's been very good in patches. You know, Katrina Gorey has made uh, quite a few errors, but the work rate that she has put in midfield is required to obviously unsettle the opposition team. But you, let's let's be honest, the goalkeeper certainly uh, has got... Mackenzie Arnold, who did play for the glory under, I think, when Jamie Hahn was the coach yes. for a year. She, she's she got to be the one that you got to put your hand up and say, you know, a couple of the saves that she made. I know one of the girls that scored the winner, but if you don't save the penalties, you don't win the games. And she was fantastic. And uh, But, look, let's give all the girls credit. Uh, certainly, you know, we've got a future star to take over 
Samantha Kerr in, um, uh, what's the girl's Mary name? Fowler. Uh, Mary Fowler with the gloves, a fantastic role model. I think the gloves will be getting sold. If we win tonight, there'll be many gloves sold before the weekend. So uh, <laughs> let's hope that she does well. Because yeah, you've got to give her credit. She's only 20 years of age and, uh, you yeah, know, that's fantastic You know, to be on the stage tonight. There's, there's 80,000 people here tonight and uh, let's hope that she can really perform at her best and it'll be great for the game here. What we've noticed, uh, Gary, during the World Cup is even, and I've said in my household actually, and I've sort of documented that on radio, is that people that really haven't had a close look or had any interest in football or soccer as we know it have taken an enormous interest in the Matildas in this tournament. Why do you think that's been the case? Well, I think it's a national team, Peter, and everyone likes to see the national team do very... You know, it's interesting. I, I saw one of the AFL matches on the, the uh, last weekend and to see a couple of the coaches on their mobile phones watching the penalty shootout before the game, and I'm thinking, Jesus, if that's what they're doing, we've certainly uh, hit you know the nail on the head and people are actually uh, watching uh, our sport, and that's what you want. And it, now it all boils down to the government has got to start supporting the code that's the biggest following in the world. And uh, let's hope that, you know, we can win on tonight and win on the weekend and then our game goes to the level that it should be. There's not much separating these two nations, is there, Gary, Australia and England? And when it comes to a sudden death semi-final, you may need an ounce of luck. You've played enough football, seen enough football, coached enough football to suggest in these situations you just need maybe an ounce of luck. Well, you certainly do, Peter. You know, the Australians can hit the, hit the post three times in the game, have the majority of play, England go on the counter and score a goal and win the game. So, it, you know, the game is uh, very hard to fathom. You know, you can be the best team all night and lose the game. And, uh, but that's how the game goes. You, but on the, you know, 90% of the, op, op, the times that you play, if you are the best team on the park on the night, you normally win the game. But let's hope that the Matildas for... Yeah, the support that they'll have tonight will be fantastic. Just coming on the train, Peter, it was unbelievable to see all the people on the train with all their scarves, the Matilda shirts, and I'm just watching here how all the people are coming off the train station, walking to the stadium. It's unbelievable. You know, the age group, a lot of them are very young people, and um, that's what the future of the game is, engage with the young people, because that's the future supporters of the game. Of the game. And Gary, as I let you go and I'll let you get inside the stadium, what was the one reason that you decided to maybe take your daughter and see the game tonight with the view that if they get to the Cup final, the World Cup final, of course, the rest of the Moroccans will be coming as well. But what was the reason that tempted you to maybe uh, get on the flight and go to Sydney? Peter, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity and, uh, you know, semi-final might get them to the final. And I thought my daughter's uh, a soccer supporter, so I thought... Uh, I'd uh, bring her along, and uh, my wife was very encouraging to do that. So, and if we get to the final, uh, we coming back. I'm coming home tomorrow morning. I'll be back on Friday night. So, uh, <laughs> certainly, <laughs> it, it is. You know, it does engage you. And if you love the sport, Peter, you want to support your country. And uh, yeah, and I was on the plane with a couple of uh, Matildas. Uh, that one was a uh, on the board at Perth Soccer Club, and. You know, they were very surprised to see me on the plane, but I'm a supporter of Australian football and we need, a lot of people need to support the game for the game to keep going forward. Well, you enjoy tonight, Gary. I envy you. A lot of people envy you. And let's hope, keeping our fingers crossed, the result goes the way everybody in Australia hopes it will go. Thanks for your time. Well, let's, 
Let's hope we get the uh, the prize tonight, Peter. We're back on the weekend. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Good on you, Enjoy Gary. Enjoy the game. Gary Morocchi joining us. You can just sense in his voice just how excited he is about being there. And so many West Australians, as he's mentioned, he caught up with a lot uh, travelling on the plane over to Sydney late yesterday afternoon. And many may would have caught the midnight flight tonight and done whatever they can if they could secure a ticket to uh, get to the Stadium Australia tonight and be part of what's going to be, as Gary says, possibly a once-in-a-lifetime experience. That's it for Sports Day WA, the special Matildas preview edition. Thanks for joining us. I'm going to leave you with the FIFA Women's World Cup theme song, the one that you've heard here on SEN, the one that's been bandied around as the theme to what has been a fantastic tournament here in Australia and New Zealand. Let's keep our fingers crossed. We'll have a full wrap on the semi-final tomorrow here on Sports Day WA from 5 o'clock. Just hoping that Australia can do it. Go the Matildas. Enjoy what promises to be a very, very exciting but maybe stressful night tonight following our national women's uh, football team. Have a good night, everyone.